Hey there, everybody. How you doing? It's Friday. Last podcast here. Uh, until Monday. I'm going to give you a little pep talk. Today's the pep talk. It is called Standing Firm. And you know I say a pep talk because a lot of times when you're in sports or whatever, you get screamed at and yelled at by the coach and told what to do and keep you keep you in line and get you all pumped up for the game and don't worry about what the other team's doing. And that's what we need to do. We need to get all pumped up. We need to remember what we're supposed to do. And we don't need to let... These other people ruin us, ruin our uh, life, our things, you know, because our world is going crazy right now. I mean, every day it's just something that's crazy. And it's got, you know, more and more to do with this COVID and and uh, the government and there's some crazy things coming out of Supreme Court decisions. It just make my jaw hit the floor. I mean, if people can't see where this world is going, you're you're blind. You're absolutely blind, living in a cave, and you got your head <laughs> you've got your head buried in a hole in the back of the cave. I'll put it that way. You are really ignorant of what's going on around you. Mostly, I don't think most people have ever read the Bible. Um, if they think this is just a phase or whatever, I think our world is, it's gone. We'll never get it back. Um, it'd be just how long can we, can we hold it off? But, um, what are we supposed to do? You know, I go to church every Sunday and, you know, you, you hear your preacher talk about the things we're supposed to be doing and, and, um, how we're supposed to fight fight the evil um, and what how do you fight mandates how do you fight government mandates i know people say well i have a right i don't have to i don't there goes my goose saying amen like keith said but you know um i don't have to take the vaccine i have a right i i don't have to quit my job, you know, because I won't take a vaccine, um, or there's lots of other things going on that, wearing a mask, um, the flu shot, never had to take the flu shot, well, I take that back, I did have to take it while I was in the military, but when I got out, I didn't have to take the flu shot, don't have to do these things, but where... Where do we stand? Where do we as Christians, because what's coming next is they're going to say we can't have our assemblies anymore and we can't meet without doing X, Y, Z, A, B, C. But you see, I got nothing wrong, I guess, with what we did about going online. I mean, a lot of people were reached online. I'm speaking to people here because of modern technology and and we've reached a great number of people doing 
Facebook Live and things like that. But if our government drops the hammer on us, we can run this goose off. If our government drops the hammer on us, how are we going to get back into worshiping church? Are we going to fight? Are we going to? Are we going to just say, "Oh, it's okay. It'll last six months," and then once they lock the doors, we'll never get them open again? How are we going to do this? Well, what's our Christian responsibility? And I guess people don't really understand that we do have a Christian responsibility. And I looked it up. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. He says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Oh, I looked it up. It says the uh, Greek word for standing firm is hedreos, which literally means firmly situated, being seated, being settled, letting nothing move you. It means the same basic idea, but with more intensity. Totally immovable or motionless. What does it say? Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. People, God tells us that we are to spread the word. We're supposed to witness to people. We're supposed to save lives. We're not supposed to sit at home. We're not supposed to sit at home and say, you know, I can worship from home. I don't need to go to church. I don't feel like talking to anybody today. I'm not going to go witness to nobody. We are to stand firm in the Word of God. And if you stand firm in the Word of God, what does the Word say we're supposed to do? We're supposed to do all this stuff. But let me tell you. It says in Romans, God ha- let His wrath out on the unrighteous. You know, there's a lot of things that people haven't been doing. It says, so they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like a corruptible man, and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. And God gave them up to their uncleanliness and the lust of their heart. God will not tolerate what we're doing. He will not allow it to continue. His will will be done with or without you. You know, he says in Romans uh, 1, 28-32, and And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, 
full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers. Do you hear that? They are whisperers. Gossip, whisperers. Backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. Now that one I see every day. Inventors of evil things. <laughs> Listen to this next one. Disobedient to the parents. How many kids you see screaming and yelling at their parents? Young and old kids. Undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful. Who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death. Not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. You see all that? If you approve of it, if you if you got a kid doing it and you approve of it, or somebody, a friend or family member approve doing it and you approve of it, you're guilty of the same. It's kind of like the laws of our land, right? If I drive my car and I go over and pick up my buddy Russell, and Russell says, hey, while we're out riding around, carry me over by the bank. So I pull up to the front, and Russell whips out a pistol and says, okay, I'll be back in a minute. And I say, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to rob the bank. And I say, well, I don't want to be no part of that. I'm staying in the car. And he goes in, he robs the bank, and gets comes out and gets in the car and drives off. I, I might as well have gone in with him. There's no difference in me sitting out there in the car and he went in and robbed the bank. It's the same with all this. If you know people do this and allow this, you're just as guilty of it. Are you remaining steadfast in the Word, unmovable? Are you telling people that they're doing wrong? Are you telling people that they're going to face an eternity in hell for their consequences? Are you telling people about the forgiveness that Christ said? He can forgive anybody, everybody, forever. He can forgive the whole world if they would but ask. Remember I talked about that drop of blood that covers so much? That's that blood has spread so much, we can't even comprehend how much it covers. But no, we don't want to. Matter of fact, that's why we're in this uh, situation. People want to sit back. People sit back and say, ah, it's not affecting me. I don't, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to say anything. You know, it's just like this baby deer down here near my house. A baby deer was run over down here in the road. How many cars went over that deer? Nobody would stop and get it out of the road. They'd rather drive over it and hit it with their car. I stopped last night and pulled that baby deer out of the road. Even... Having humanity for the dead, people can't even do that. Maybe not humanity, humaneness, or whatever you want to call it, decency. We're so full of ourselves, we can't see anything else. When's the last time you were in a grocery store and you're standing there with your buggy full of stuff and you look back and see somebody near you with just an arm full of stuff? When's the last time you said, hey, come on up here and get in front of me? 
I said, why are you letting me in front of you? Hey, go ahead, you know. It's okay. You're just going to take a few minutes and you'll be gone. There's nothing I got to... There's... You know what? I always tell people, there's nowhere I got to be. Because you know what? If you had to be somewhere else, you sure wouldn't be standing in a grocery store line. That's the last place you want to be if you got to be somewhere else. If you tell somebody you're in a grocery store line you got somewhere else to be, you're lying. What are we doing to be steadfast and immovable? This weekend, I want you to think about it. You hear my podcast any other day? Think about it. What are you doing to be steadfast and immovable? Are you being a light to the people you meet? Are you sharing the love of Christ to people? Are you giving an extra tip? Are you are you standing up for injustice in the world? There was a woman up in Rhode Island. A bunch of motorcycles and ATVs were in front of her at a traffic light, and, and the light turned green. They didn't move. She bumped the horn. They eased on through to the next light, and they stopped, and they circled her car like a covered wagon and Indians, and they dragged her out in front of her little girl and beat her in the street for blowing the horn. Where are the people to stand up for righteousness? If I'd have been there, if I didn't help her, there'd have been at least two of us getting our butt whooped in the street. But I guarantee you, if I'm in a 3,000-pound vehicle, I've got at least one weapon to help somebody with. Our world is spinning out of control, people, and we need to get our act together. You know, being a Christian doesn't mean we sit around like the little lambs on the Serta commercial and wait on somebody to come snatch us up and take us to heaven and we don't get involved with nothing. That's not what it means. Jesus said turn the other cheek, but he didn't mean turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it and get beat to death. There's a time when you have to stand up. You know, the shepherd over his flock, he carried a staff. Does everybody carry a staff today? There are things that we need to be doing in this world to stop the spread of evil. Sir Edmund, Edmund Burke said, The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. If you sit by and do nothing, evil will Succeed. Evil will have the upper hand. Why don't people get involved? I guarantee you, if you're somewhere and you're getting somebody's hand in your rear end to you, and I pull up, I guarantee you, you'd appreciate it if I if I stopped to do something, wouldn't you? People, we are not steadfast. We are not being steadfast. We're being lazy. We're being lazy, 
indifferent. We're being all those things that I read about in Romans. We are being the covetous and the backbiters and the proud and the haters and disobedient because we're not doing what God compels us to do. We're not loving our fellow man and we're not helping our fellow man. You know what? To put it in another sermon, you're just as guilty as the people that walked down the road and went around the, the guy that had got beat up and robbed that the Good Samaritan stopped and helped. You familiar with that one? The priest, the Levi, and other people just walked on by the guy laying in the road, beaten up, robbed, and bleeding. But a, but a half-breed Samaritan stops and helps the guy. The guy that was the dirtiest of all, according to Jewish law, he stopped to help a guy. You're no better than the, than the priest and the Levites if we don't stop and help people, if we don't do things, if we let evil get away. We've got to stop. We've got to stop people. We've got to stop what we're doing, and we've got to... We got to let God guide our hearts and our actions. Think about it this weekend. Think about it whenever you're listening to it. You want to make a difference, people? Make a difference. And you know how you start? You start with one person, one deed. One action. And behold, before you know it, you'll be making a different a difference every time you turn around. This is Pastor Chip. Be safe. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Remember your prayers. I need them. Friends need them. There's lots of people out there that need them. Our country needs them. Our goose is praying, I guess. But uh, God bless you. Be safe. And I'll catch you again next week.